Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, serial entrepreneur and estate agent, David Thomas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thanks again for uh, tuning in and listening, and also thanks for everybody's support so far with all the questions coming in. Please keep them coming. Um, if there's any subjects out there in, as you're negotiating the property market that you need some help with or some clarification, then please do get in touch. Um, I'll, I'll say more details at the end of the podcast, give you all the links to contact us, and we're here to help. So in today's episode, we're going to cover a tenant's guide to renting a property. So what we're going to cover is all the key things that you need to be thinking about, whether you're first, uh, this is your first time on the rental market looking for a property and renting, or even if you're a bit experienced with it and you want to make sure that you're covering everything and you're, you're fully protected, then these 10 points that we'll go through now um, will protect you and make sure that you're ready for the entire lettings process. So um, really setting you up for the perfect start in a rental property. So without further ado, let's get stuck straight in. And number one is firstly locating the right property for you. Now, the best way and, and probably the most easiest way is to utilize the, the portals, the property portals out there. Rightmove and Zoopla are the main two. Um, you'll find a great range of rental properties there. So you can be really specific. You can put all your criteria, your search criteria in <clears throat> the locations and uh, really refine and get a good list of comparable properties that you can then go and view. The other good option is to obviously register with local letting agents, estate agents that are in that area that that let and manage properties. So if you know the specific area and you're local to it and you can pop into agencies, then you can register your criteria just like you would on the websites and then they can keep you updated with properties that match that. So in terms of locating a property, those are the best bets in terms of covering as much of the market in the area that you're looking. Number two then is choose your landlord carefully and there's two areas I want to cover here, both if you rent privately through a landlord or through a lettings agency. The biggest advice I can give is to make sure you're either going with a licensed accredited landlord or a regulated lettings agency. The reason for this is that you you are then as protected as you possibly can. You know, you they have a code of practice, they have a complaints and a, and a redress scheme so they have a complaints procedure and and often they have insurance in place to cover themselves because they're being professionally regulated or accredited. So definitely look for those things. If you're looking for licensed and accredited landlords, it's worth going onto your local authority, your council's website and seeing what schemes they have in your local area because a lot of councils set up landlord accreditation schemes or they might have a licensing scheme in place and they can direct you to the best possible place to find um, private landlords and letting agencies. You want to look for an agency that's that's self-regulated through 
um, an association like Arla. So if you look for that 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 mark, that brand, um, and then you can also ask the agency what their complaints procedure is, what their redress schemes are. They should have all of this um, stuff on display. So by by choosing that route, you just protect yourself as much as possible that you're dealing with um, good people. You're not going to get caught by a rogue landlord and you're going to have the best um, quality accommodation and service to you as a tenant. So number three then is agree your tenancy terms. So once you found your property, you found it through an agency or a landlord, you've gone and viewed it. Uh, the next thing is really agreeing the terms that are best for you. So you've just got to be careful here that you don't end up signing up to something um, that you're not fully in agreement with or you're not sure of. And the main thing to really factor in is the duration of your tenancy. So if you want security, you want to try and get the fixed term tenancy, the bit that that means neither party can, can serve notice in that period for the right duration for you. So it protects you for that period. Typically, they start at six months, 12 months is more um, what people are tending to go for. And obviously, the government are now talking about um, having up to like three year fixed term tenancies. So in some ways, it's negotiate with your landlord or letting agent as to the terms that suit you. Also factor in um, if you want a break clause at all or you want specific terms in there to allow you um, flexibility then just make sure that's all negotiated up front and then confirm that it is the offer that's been accepted. Number four then is be prepared for referencing. Now the referencing process has possibly got more and more detailed now and more and more um, complex. So I would say be as prepared as possible because there are a lot of things that need to be covered in that referencing. And it does take some time to get these checks done now. So the things to bear in mind and to try and prevent delays are firstly, check your credit report to make sure that you're you're 100% on what it includes and that you you haven't got any CCJs that you weren't aware of and things like that. Because if they pop up through the referencing process, it does kind of impact uh, you moving forward with that and obviously causes a delay for you to sort that out. So check your credit report is is a good start. Um, Then inform your current employer. And if you've got a current landlord, make sure they're aware as well, because the referencing checks will include a reference from your employer and your current landlord. So if you give them the heads up, make sure they're aware of it. Let them know who will be contacting them. It just speeds up the whole communication process on getting those references back. And also be aware now that with current legislation, Um, they do need to carry out immigration checks and ID checks. So by having things like your passport ready, um, if you're in the UK on a visa, have that ready. All those things will need to be physically checked as well as copies taken. Number five then is have your finances in order. And this is carefully planning as well and checking that you're fully prepared for the cost of actually renting. So... When you're looking at a property, you're obviously going to factor in the rental amount that you see, the deposit, um, and all these things will be negotiated through the the offer that is accepted. So you've got your deposit, you've got your rent, and then at the moment, quite typically, you have some form of admin or referencing fees. Now, this might change next year because the government are looking to ban um, tenant fees to some degree. So 
you know, just bear in mind that at the moment, check with the landlord or letting agent what any administration or reference fees are up front, just so that you can budget for that. And they can vary from, you know, 20, 50 pounds right up to hundreds of pounds. So it does have an impact on your budget. So clarify that. So you should have deposit, rent and your admin fees. And then the other costs to start to factor in and to really budget for is look at how much it's actually going to cost to live in that property because rental properties do vary dramatically in terms of the utility cost, the council tax banding. So again, ask that question during the viewings. What is the council tax band for that property? And then you can check that on the local authority website and make sure that you can afford that monthly. So think about every aspect of the move costs, the utilities for that property, whether you've got gas, electric, etc. And then the council tax cost on top as well. So that with your rent is going to then give you your monthly budget. So number six then is thoroughly read the government how to rent guide. Now, this will be given to you by your landlord and letting agent during the process. So during the actual moving process, it's a requirement that you're given a copy of this. But please, please do read it. It is full of um, lots of great advice, lots of good little checklists that you can do throughout the process. And it just makes sure that you're fully aware of everything and that you've checked everything that you should be checking. So please do read that. Um, You can look it up online as well. And what I'll do is I'll put the link to this in the show notes of this podcast so you can have a look at it. It's an excellent guide for every tenant to be fully aware of and and almost have that as your guide throughout uh, negotiating the market. Number seven then is check all your documentation when it comes to uh, finalizing the agreement and moving in. So that is checking through the tenancy agreement making sure everything that is in there that you agreed at the offer stage, check that your fixed term is what was agreed and any break clauses. You need to also check any um, additional documentation that you should be expecting. So things like energy performance certificate, you should be given a copy of. Any safety certificates such as a CP12 gas certificate. So if there's gas in the property, you should be issued an in-date certificate upon your move-in. And then also look at your deposit terms and conditions. So wherever the landlord or letting agent is protecting your deposit, which has to be protected within a government scheme, um, you will be issued the terms and conditions for this. So again, make sure you check all these documents, take the time to read them and take the time to raise any questions at that point. You know, once you've gone past that point and you've signed things and you've moved in, It's a lot harder then to uh, deal with any inaccuracies. So make sure you do that due diligence and you check everything before you sign it. Number eight then is inventories. Sort of tied in with the documentation is I would always recommend that there is an inventory when you move into a rental property. Now, this in some cases is a choice of the landlord and the lettings agency as to whether they do one. And there is also a different level of what inventories can be like. So they could be as simple as a a simple text checklist, even to the further extent of a full photographic detailed inventory. Now, obviously, the more detailed and the more photographic, the better, because it does give a better true representation of the property upon your move in. But really, this 
you know, I can't stress enough the due diligence to put into this and make sure that you are happy with the state of the property and that it is recorded accurately. So if you are given an inventory, take the time to check through it, make sure it's accurate, make sure you make any amendments or notify the landlord or agency of any um, discrepancies. And if you're not issued an inventory, then I would highly recommend you do one of your own. You know, even if it's just taking some photographs on your phone, um, recording it, sending sending them to um, the lettings agency or the landlord upon moving with any notes, um, compile your own inventory. I've even seen in some cases just videoing, videoing the property once you've moved in, highlighting any areas that you're concerned about. And it's just a record. And it's a record that protects you then that come the end of the tenancy, if there are any... Um, discrepancies or, or damages that that nobody is unsure, you know, everybody's unsure about who is responsible, you've got some form of evidence there to fall back on. So definitely check that you've got an inventory or carry out an inventory yourself and just have that as a record. Number nine then is coming into the move-in process. So with this, take your time. Take It's a stressful time moving anyway. You know, you've got all the 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 hassle of the actual move and, and lugging furniture around and everything. And, you know, again, check the inventory, slow down, take your time, make sure you check everything, report any findings as well, because as you're moving in, you know, you may uncover little maintenance issues that, that either weren't spotted beforehand or become apparent once you start sort of moving in and moving things and opening cupboards and stuff. So make sure all this is reported immediately to your landlord or agent just so that they can keep a record or deal with it. And then also um, take take a record of your meter readings. So this may be done by a landlord and agent as well upon your move in, but just take a couple of minutes just to get some readings as well, just as a sanity check, and make sure um, they're similar to the ones that were, were taken. And um, you can also then confirm that the utilities and the council tax and the council are aware of your move in. So... That sometimes will also be done by your landlord and agent, but for your own perspective, make sure that it has been done and that those authorities are all aware of your move in and then they can send you the relevant welcome packs and um, get you all set up on the system. Number 10 then, the final point is enjoy your new home. Get settled in, um, take the time to get settled in and make it your home and then keep in touch with your landlord and your letting agent. So obviously let them know that everything um, has gone all right, you've moved in, you've settled in, you've checked through the inventory and returned any documentation that you need, and then just keep good communication with your landlord or agent. Um, the key to a successful tenancy and for dealing with any issues and, and keeping everything happy is great communication. So um, feel free to contact them, keep them updated with everything. You know, at the end of the day, they want to know as well that you're you're happy, settled in, and that the property's fine and that there's nothing to be done. So, um, you know, keep keep them updated and keep in touch. So that concludes the 10 steps to um, renting a property. Hopefully those help you and throw up a couple of little points to make sure you check and that you're um, happy with. And, you know, can't stress enough, just take your time, go through the process uh, one step at a time and don't rush it. And definitely... Uh, download a copy of the government how to rent guide and I'll put the link in the show notes. So that concludes today's episode and 
like I said, I will put all of the, these points in the show notes. And if you have any questions that you want to raise, that you want to send to us, then please do contact us through our social media channels. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can visit our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk. You can send us a message through there or email us your questions. And we'd love to hear from you. And we can answer those for you in future episodes. So that concludes today's episode. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.